0: Welcome to Awaken to Grace, I'm Chad Roberts, I'm your Bible teacher today as we are in part two of this sermon called More Than Able. Oh how I love to preach the Word of God, I love to explain it, I love to expound it, I love to teach it, but most of all my friends, I love to live it, I love to apply it to my own life, to my own praying. In Ephesians 3.20, is such a verse that I apply to my life very often. Well, friends, I hope today stirs your faith. I hope it encourages you. I hope it strengthens you. And you know, if the sermons that you listen to from Awakened to Grace, if you find that they indeed strengthen your faith, then I want you to know we need your help. We need you to come alongside of us and partner with us to keep this gospel spreading on all of the platforms and all of the opportunities that god gives us if you are encouraged and strengthened by awakened to grace then i want to invite you click my website or go download my free mobile app go to the contribution tab or the giving tab and learn today how easy it is to make a gift toward what god is doing through awakened to Grace. We welcome it. Thank you, my friends. Let's go today to God's Word as we are in Ephesians 3.20 in this wonderful sermon called More Than Able. God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that... Oh, see, here's the money part. So that having all sufficiency. Oh, I need that, Lord Jesus. I need, I need all three water bills paid, Lord. I need all three leases paid in the, in the same month, Lord Jesus. And I'm not kidding. I need all three power bills done, taken care of God in the same month. I need that. So that having all sufficiency in all things at all times. God, you see the season I'm in. You see the mess I'm in. You see that I can't make ends meet, God. Oh, but I've got sufficiency for all things at all times. Why? Why? So that you may abound in every good work. And you know what the Lord told me to do? Say amen if you're with me right now. Amen. The Lord told me to print those scriptures out, and this is what he told me to do. He said, take the church offering log where we record everyone's contribution. And the Lord said, put it, on the, put it in the front page of the church offering log. Stand on that scripture. The Lord said, take the church checkbook and fold it up and put it inside the checkbook. Every check we write, we have all sufficiency for all things at all times. Amen? The Lord said, take your cash register at your bookstore and put it underneath the cash register. All sufficiency in all things at all times. And the Lord taught me, God is And you know, we never missed the beat. And look where we are today. Amen. We're about to move on up to the east side. Amen. And God wants to do the same for you. He's no respecter of persons. But the question is, how do you view him? Is he weak to you? Is he unavailable to you? Is he uninterested to you? Is he unwilling? Is that your view? Is he unable? Is that your view? No. Now unto him who is able to do <clears throat> Oh, this is my favorite one. You you with me this morning? To do. Now, this is important. You know why? Because there are many times that what God does, He does in a very slow process. And therefore, it appears that God is not doing anything. Some of you are praying the same prayers over and over and over, and it doesn't appear to the naked eye like God has lifted a finger and God hasn't moved the needle an inch. But we don't look at outside circumstances. We walk by faith, not by sight. And the Scripture says God is a God of action. And God is working. Amen? Can I tell you a a quick little story? So as you know, last September, we found the property on Fort Henry Drive. Somebody give me a time check. What, What kind of time do I got? Okay, I'm okay. I'm alright. You know, the good news having a blind pastor, you can get up and leave and I'll never know it. <laughs> you won't offend me 1 inch. <clears throat> we found that property. That property. No structure, just that beautiful land. It appraised for $2.2 million is the appraisal. We began negotiating with the bank. Clearly, we did not see eye to eye. I told you I was going to make a good announcement today. This is a good place to do it. There are times that God works in processes. and Then there are other times that God does a sudden work. There are other times that God does something suddenly. The church prayed for Peter in Acts chapter 12. God dispatched an angel and released him suddenly. Amen. So there are times that God moves slowly because there are many things God wants to do. In the process, then there are other times he moves swiftly. We looked at that property and no way, humanly speaking, that we could afford it. The bank, we got down to roughly $1 million in our negotiations. The bank said, Here's what we are willing to do we will give your church a one-time donation of $25,000. Friends, have you ever heard of a bank giving a church money? I have not. (laughs) The Lord spoke to our leadership clearly. Our trustees, our elders, our finance team, we all felt, deacons, we all felt as leadership, God told us, 700,000 is the ceiling. Don't offer a penny above it. Don't go above it. 700,000. Now, friends, we're talking 700,000 on 2.2 million appraisal. That math doesn't make sense. But God's math never makes sense. Amen? I called and told the bank, I said, this is where our leadership is. We will not go above 700,000. It is our ceiling. Now, remember, there's national companies going after this land. There's a developer out of Knoxville going after the land. There's a condominium developer going after the land. There is competition for this land. I tell the bank, we will not go above 700,000. And they said, then, Chad, if we can't make a deal, then the bank has to walk away. And I wanted to cry uncle so bad. I was so scared. But the scripture says there's safety in a multitude of counselors. Amen. So I let it go. And I said, God, if that's your soil, if that's kingdom soil, then do the work. And if not, I'll trust our leaders and we will just let it go. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Two days went by with absolute silence, and then the bank calls. And they said, we would like to come see you at your church for a meeting. Sure. A few of our leaders gathered. We met right over here in the conference room. The bank walks in, very little pleasantries, no nonsense, sits down on November 17th last year. Isn't that right out of year this weekend? And they say, here's the thing. We're going to accept your offer of $700,000. We told you we would do the donation. We're still going to do the $25,000 donation. Friends, we got a $2.2 million piece of property for $675,000. Amen. Yeah. And right now... We owe just a little over $500,000 on that property. And I'm telling you, God's going to pay every penny of it. And he's going to pay it off. Amen. And let me tell you the word that God has given me for 2024. And it has to do with the property. It has to do with the debt elimination. It has to do with the future building that's going to stand on that kingdom soil. But let me tell you, it's got a lot deeper to do. It's got to do with you. And it's got to do with your marriage. It's got to do with your prayer life. It has to do with your faith. And the word that God has given me for next year is accelerate. God is going to accelerate things in his kingdom. Amen? He's going to accelerate. I'm telling you, things that have been long jammed are going to break through. Amen. Prayers that have been blocked are going to be breakthrough. Amen. God is going to accelerate things. Why? Because we're praying to a God who is able to do action, ability, capacity. He's not a mere mortal. He's God Almighty. And he's working whether we see it or not. So let me tell you what God showed me. We buy that land, February 28th, signed, sealed, and delivered. And all the paperwork's done, and it's ours. And we acquired it by faith. And then Satan comes along. Oh, he's got a way of doing that, doesn't he? And Satan goes, hey, man of faith. Hey, Pastor Chad. People have prayed way more and way harder for the healing of your eyes than they did that land. So why would God work like Fat to give you a piece of land, but the same God won't open your eyes. Why would God answer prayer lightning fast and hear your years in darkness? Same level of faith. Same people praying. Why does one work, but the other fails? He ever told you stuff like that? Let me tell you what God did. Now, I'll be honest with you. That sunk in. I had to wrestle with that. I had to say, God, why do you move so fast here but not here? Why do you say yes, but then say wait? Why, why is something lightning fast and the other as slow as it can be? God, you need to reconcile this for me. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. <laughs> and you know what the Lord taught me, precious people? The Lord said, all you're looking at, Chad, is time. I'm interested in timing. The timing was right for the land. The timing is not right for your eyes. The Lord said your church could have found that property 10 years ago and you could have commenced to praying 10 years ago. You could have been praying with all your might for the last five years and nothing would have changed and nothing would have broke through until the right timing. The Lord said what happened is you found it right at the right timing. That's why it moved so swiftly. So don't get discouraged. Your eyes are right on schedule. Amen. 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 So we, we have to be careful because there are some things that God is going to do suddenly. But don't think that God's flippant. Don't think that God is emotional. Don't think he was just like, oh, you know what? She fasted a little bit. I feel so sorry for her. Okay, I'll answer her prayers. God don't work like that. Oh, boy, he's really digging into the word. I better say yes. God doesn't work that way. There are some things that God's going to answer in an accelerated way, but they've been a long time coming then there's other things he's going to take his time. Either way, we walk by faith and not by sight. Our danger is we can't be no Amazon Prime Christian where we pray and we expect it by the next day. God don't do that. He's not Jeff Bezos. Now unto him who is able to do far more exceedingly, abundantly above what we can ask or think. Let me tell you one more thing, and then I'll, I'll begin to close, close up. Some years ago, the legendary golfer, Arnold Palmer, was golfing in the Middle East with the royalty of Saudi Arabia. Well, they struck up a friendship on the golf course. And he was so impressed with Arnold Palmer, he wanted to do something for him. And he told Arnold, he said, I would like to give you a gift. Well, Arnold said, it's okay. I'm quite comfortable in life. I don't really need anything. And the king said, no, no, really, truly, I want to give you a gift. What may I give you? Palmer thought for a moment, and he said, well, it would be cool to receive A golf club from Saudi Arabian royalty. And he started thinking, what would a golf club look like? Would it be, would the handle be laden in gold? Would it have diamonds on it? You know what? Could you imagine what a golf club would look like from a Saudi prince from the kingdom? And he said, I'd like to have a golf club. He said, Okay, consider it done. So Palmer waits for. His golf club to come and he's imagining in his mind how decorative it would be, how nice it would be. And when the delivery man comes, he hands him an envelope. Well, how can a golf club fit in an envelope? He opens it eagerly thinking, what is it? Do You know what it is? It's the deed to an actual golf resort, a golf club. You know, there's a lesson in that for the way that we pray. We ask for so little. And God wants to do far more abundantly above what we can even ask, what we can even articulate, what we can think, what even our imaginations can comprehend. And yet God wants to do exceedingly and abundantly above more than that. But here we are, small minded, small praying to a small God Christian. Oh, how it must offend the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you believe He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think? See, I want God even in my thinking. Oh, I tell you, church, truly, every day, every morning of my life, I'll ask the Lord, Lord, help me to think like you. Lord, am I thinking right? God, shape my thoughts. God, give me your thinking. God, what do you think about this? Share with me your thoughts, God. I want to think like God. Nothing grows in ice. Nothing. And that's why Satan loves Frozen Christians, cold Christians with frozen thinking and frozen prayers because nothing grows out of it. I want God in my thinking. I want him in my asking. And then lastly today, he says, according to the power at work in us. You know that word power is dunamis in the Greek. It's where we get our English word dynamite. An explosion of faith. Oh, that's what I want in me. I don't ask God for money anymore. I ask Him for faith. Money will do a few things down here, but faith is the currency of heaven. I need faith. And as that power is at work within us, Oh, what God can do in us and through us. Let's bow our heads today. Where is your faith at the moment? Is it growing or is it in decline? Because I tell you where it's not, it's not stagnant. It's either growing or it's in decline, one or the other. Where is your faith? Why don't you ask God right now? Increase my faith. You remember what what Jesus told Peter? He told Peter, I'm praying for you. He didn't say, Peter, so that you not fail. You know what he said? So that your faith doesn't fail. Oh, people of God, I'm telling you today, Satan's after your faith. That's what he wants to rob. That's what he wants to steal. That's what he wants to discourage. That anxiety is not about you, it's about your faith. That loneliness is not about you, it's about your faith. That depression, it's about your faith. Satan wants it. That worry, that consumes you, that worry that strangles you, that worry that keeps you up at night. It's about your faith. And Satan is as a roaring lion prowling about, seeking whom he may devour because he wants your faith. And Jesus said, don't let your faith fail. That soundtrack of regrets That soundtrack of I'll Never Be Good Enough, it's about your faith today. And I'm telling you people of God, He wants to work in your faith and God wants to increase your faith and nothing does it more than the word of God. That's the only place you're going to get faith. The only place. You're not gonna give it in positive thinking. You're going to get it in God's Word. So dig in. Take Ephesians 3.20 and memorize it this week. Quote it to yourself. Preach it to yourself. Put it in your checkbook. Drop it in your purse. Put it in your wallet. Put it in your business. Put it in your pillow. Stick it on your mirror. Put it on the dashboard. Put it on the fridge. Put it where it will get in your spirit. Because I'm telling you, you're not going to go under. God's word going to take you over. But it's got to be the word. Have you signed up for my weekly devotional email? Every Tuesday, I send out a devotion that will help you grow in your faith. Go to my website, awakentograce.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and when you sign up and submit your email, you'll get a direct message from me every Tuesday. Sign up today at awakentograce.com.